Greetings to you, family. Today I'll be coming from Matthew 5, 1 through 12, the NIV version. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He began to teach the Beatitudes. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Verse 8 again. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. When I look at Matthew 5, 1 through 12, it begins to show the concerning of the nature of the kingdom people, which we are the kingdom people. When I begin to look up kingdom, it therefore tells me that the kingdom people are an organized community leaded by king, in which our king is the king of kings, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As Jesus went up to the mountaintop and opened his mouth, he taught them. We are people who are poor in the spirit, as he states in verse 3, who mourn for the present situation who are meek and suffering opposition, who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness, who are merciful towards others, who suffer persecution for righteousness, and who are reapproached and even spoken of because of the Lord. To be poor in the spirit is not only to be humble, but also to be emptied in our spirit, in the death of our being. The death of our being can also be related to our deepness. And that, that just took me to an uh, idea. Um, and it took me to, I can say, we all have a sock drawer. Now, it's just like being emptied. When we go through our sock drawer and we have so many different mismatched socks in there. And that's the same as our spirit. As far as to taking out the old socks and putting in the new ones. But see, sometimes we hold on to old things and we are not allowed to receive new things because we're so filled up with old things. And that's just like the sock drawer. We tend to have mismatched socks and we still want to keep hold on to them. Or we have a pair of old socks that just mean so much to us. They can be beat up, holes and all kind of things in it, but we still hold on to it. God is saying to us, let go of the old things. That way he can put new things inside of us. 
How can we allow him to put new things in us if we're not emptied on the inside? We have to become to be emptied of old things. That way new things can come in. Now, the things of the kingdom of heaven, the only problem is that when we begin to unload ourselves of these old things, we tend to still keep certain circumstances that can hold us back. Whether if it's drinking, uh, whether if it's smoking, or whether if it's old friends that have bad habits that can hinder us from moving forward. God is saying it's time to let these things go and hold on to him. Now, when I look at verse 5, these are people who are humble and who do not think of themselves more highly than they ought. Also, in the book of Proverbs, we read that a man's pride will bring him down, but a lowly spirit will bring him honor. We can be poor in the, pure in the spirit, or let me repeat that in verse 8. It says, we can be pure in heart if we fill our minds with good thoughts. If we listen to the evil things of the world, our hearts and minds will become defiled and dirty. We need to be careful of the things we watch, read, and hear. When I say we need to be careful of the things we watch, that is, could be even scrolling down your Facebook page or scrolling down your Instagram page. Who are you following? See, I had to take away some things because some people was posting some things that would take my mind away from where God had my mind at. So I had to get rid of some things. And just, just like television, what are you watching on television? What is being implanted inside of you? That's the question. So we have to be careful what we're listening to, what, what we're watching, and what we're reading, and what we're hearing. Because it's all going inside of the inside of us. Now, what level are you on? Verse 9, do you encourage people to get along and to be friends? Where peace is concerned, you can be part of the problem or you can be part of the solution. Here's an example. How are you going to be blessed if you're starting mess? Be a peacemaker. Each of the Beatitudes tells us something about what our attitude should be. Each one is described in the story above that I stated from Matthew 5, 1 through 12. Each one starts with the word blessed. One of the meanings of blessed is happy or joyful as to bring in happiness. Each of the blessed statements describe a person who put God first. Okay. It describes a person who puts God's first and also other interests above his or her own interests. Remember, we cannot live blessed if we live selfishly. So, friends, put away selfish things. Put away things that can hinder you from moving forward. Put away childish things. Those are important. 
when we're putting God first. So we want to have the new birth, saving faith, and holiness in Christ Jesus. Now, begin to unload yourselves of old things. Don't hold on to nothing and say, oh, I'm going to give it another five days. Do it now. Now is the time because them five days could possibly not even come for us to even be able to take care of the things that we were putting back to save for later. So I challenge you today that if you're holding on to anything that can hinder you from going and being a blessing to others, allowing God to allow you to inherit the kingdom of God, let it go. Lay it down to God right this minute. And don't look back. Don't look back. And that just reminds me as we continue, if we were to continue to read, he talks about in verse 13, salt and light. He said, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Don't be a tasteless salt. Keep your season. Keep it tasting good. All right. He also said, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Let your light shine before others. That is so good. But I want to go back up and I want to talk a little bit about when he said that in verse 11, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evils against you because of me. So he's letting us know right there that we're going to be persecuted for his namesake. We're going to be lied on. But then he come down in verse 12 and says, Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. So as you're sharing the good news, don't be mad because someone could be spreading lies about you or somebody could be persecuting you. Great is yours as far as to what he said, your reward in heaven, not only did they persecute him, but they also persecuted the prophets before us. So just as we prophesy and we talk about God and we talk about Jesus Christ and how he died on the cross, the other prophets did the same thing and they were persecuted. This will go on and on until Jesus come back. So as we wait on him to come back, Continue to build your reward in heaven and be a good servant unto the Lord Jesus Christ, unto the Father which art in heaven.
with that being said, let the word add a blessing to the hearers and doers of his word. In Jesus Christ, amen.